and welcome to the Smart Women in Business podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Rachel Allen, a business owner for 14 years and mum to Sophie, who's seven. Rachel is also author of the book, When Business Meets Baby, an integrated marker, entrepreneur and property investor. Rachel's business, Visionary, which she shares with her partner, Craig, has evolved from event management to marketing and e-business. During her pre-business career, Rachel worked in government, small and medium-sized businesses and not-for-profits in both Australia and Scotland. So welcome, Rachel. I'm very happy to have you here. So tell me a bit about your business journey so far. Yeah, 14 years is actually a long time to be in business when you reflect on it. And my main aim for starting my business was because I was sick of working for the man. And while over those 14 years at times I've taken contracts that have seen me back in workplaces, it's sort of, I've just been able to grow and evolve my business as well. And I think the hardest thing was when I had my daughter and suddenly had a really busy business where we were traveling a lot and we were doing a lot of events and we're working like seven day weeks and stuff. And then I had a baby in the mix as well. And that was the hardest thing. So I kind of, I had to put the brakes on for my own sanity. Um, and evolve the business again and change it and bring it back to core as well to money making things and focus on the things that really light me up so that's been a bit of an ongoing thing for seven years it took me about two years to recognize the problem Um, and then writing the book has kind of spearheaded me off in a direction where I'm doing a lot more supporting a mums in business and um, and helping them to not make some of the same mistakes I did it's such a challenge juggling the mum bit and the business bit because especially when you work from home there's no off there's no getting away from it and despite what people seem to think when you work for yourself you still have all those pressures you have in a corporate job so you still have the deadlines you still have you know the the tricky clients and you still have the tricky projects and still make the mistakes and it's not always as easy as people think and we're not sitting around watching Netflix I wish (laughs) (laughs) no it's um and you're never off either it's like I find that if I've got if I'm sitting at my computer I'll go I should be walking the dog or there's washing to hang out or whatever and if I'm actually if I'm cooking dinner or whatever I'm thinking of the projects that I should be doing or the little bit or the email I haven't replied to so it's just that constant being split Um, yeah but, I mean, the upside is that you have flexibility. You know, I'm able to pick my daughter up from school, which is a pretty non-negotiable thing. I do that most days. Yeah. Um, and I'm also able to be part of what she's doing as well. So mm-hmm. you know, she's doing a lot of dance comps at the moment, so I'm fl- flexible enough to be able to go to those and support her and go on school excursions or show up for assemblies and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But and there that, is the upside. Yeah. <laughs> there are the upsides for me as well, like, if um, my daughter's teacher will write a note that she's getting an award on Friday, so I can I can go to that and I can show up. But yeah, yeah. Then on Sunday morning, I'll be up at six a.m. doing yeah. work. So, <laughs> so exactly. You, you said your business has evolved. So, what were the signs for you, apart from having your daughter, that it was time to change? Oftentimes, we we limit ourselves in business because we think we can't we can't move on we can't move up and we we do have a tendency to be self-limiting um so what what were the signs for you that you you needed to step up and change things i think 
for me, my most recent change in the business was um, that I was actually getting really bored doing what I was doing and, and that lack of passion, I suppose, was showing up in some of my work and the way that I was approaching things. Mm. So I think being able to and also recognise that, you know, at times you do, like I need to change and evolve and I'm always learning. So therefore the work that I do also needs to step up and change also. And to understand that you, you've got so much, to contribute to the world and your story and your your contribution is really important and you can make changes by stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit and just stretching yourself and I've also looked at the way that the marketing industry and the world of marketing has changed and it's so much more diverse and you know you can no longer it's really hard to be an expert in everything mm. because social media has become so deep and websites become so deep and quite specific and you can't be a you can't be knowledgeable about everything um so it's about not well picking a niche but also stepping up so for me it was i understand how all of this stuff works and i understand how it benefits businesses i don't enjoy doing facebook posts for people and i don't enjoy sending out mail newsletters for people what I enjoy is the strategy and I enjoy mm. seeing people being able to think bigger about their business so for me it was just about well, what do I enjoy doing what's the industry doing around me and then how can I create my business to step into that as well mm. and so. it's about making recognizing the bits that you do love because the whole point of working for yourself is I do the work that I want to do and then I either outsource or I don't do the work that I don't want to do yeah and trying to wreck it because you when you first start out you, you're freaking out about getting work and yeah. then it's hard to get past that I'll just take every job that comes my way mindset to mm -hmm. all right whew, sit back reflect yeah. have a bit of an give myself a bit of a performance management session and go what is it that I want to be doing with my time and how do I then focus on that absolutely yeah and I think I've, I've kind of because I, I have sort of rebirth my business recently I feel like I'm back at the start again to some degree so now now when someone says to me can you do this I can say to them well yes I can knowing that I've got a team behind me that I can announce yeah also to as well so for me it's yeah, not necessarily about how can I do the work it's more who can I get to do the yeah. work that I don't enjoy doing yeah but then managing that team as well adds another mm. element to it but it's it's so good to be able to go yep I can do that but I won't do it but exactly. there are very few things I'll outsource in my job but in my work but some of them yes. yeah so <laughs> some of them go, oh, oh. You, go, you do that you, you do that bit <laughs> I, I, I do I give all my bulk image editing to my husband because he's photoshop weird I go all right you do that. You do that bit. So yeah. <laughs> how, how do you manage? We talked about that balance. So how do you manage? Have you got any tools or processes that you rely on that you can share um, your life as both a mum and an entrepreneur and a wife and a partner and a friend and self-care and all of that sort of malarkey? Um, my Google Calendar. I have Google Calendar set up for everybody in our family and also my work. and. I just interchange between those calendars all the time. Um, 
I know now when, for example, my daughter's life is going to be really busy and that she's going to need some downtime from school or that she needs um, a bit more support. So I can kind of manage that and make sure that I'm leaving space in my diary for that as well. Mm. I also know when it's busy times for me for work as well. So I have all my deadlines and therefore, you know, it's almost like saying to the family, you need to give me some space in this as well. Mm. Um, so my Google Calendar is probably the biggest tool that I use every day. Within the business, I also use um, Insightly a lot and that manages my tasks, it manages leads, it manages projects, um, it has everything in there that I need. So it's to me it's just about having things um, automated and processes in the business so that it can just keep ticking over as well. Mm. Um, and I love Zapier because Zapier just connects all my different online tools like Zoom and MailChimp and Insightly and my accounting program and it all just connects it all together so it makes I don't have to do the mundane tasks all the time. It's, it's about not having to be conscious of doing those. You just know they're done. Um, yeah, I love, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does in, in the house as well, you know, I've set up systems so that, you know, the cleaning gets done that needs to get done, the washing gets done, that, you know, there's food, the meal planning, there's food in the cupboard. So there's a whole range of processes for both the business and my house and family that I've created so that it just, everything just goes so much smoother. Usually, sometimes you can come and organise my life. <laughs> I'm not going to organise in the house department. It just, just gets done when it gets done. Um, kids yeah. are fed, they're clean, they're fine. Oh, <laughs> and there's nights that I'm going, oh, my gosh, it's like quarter to six and I need to get dinner on the table in like 15 minutes. What are we going to have? Oh, God. My kids eat at five, so I'm like, oh, gosh. That's when you're eating. Come home, make dinner. So yeah. we don't eat at five. No, I'd be hungry by seven. So <laughs> what is a great yeah, day? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like all people. Um, what does a great day in the office look like to you? Um, I, I actually have two lots of great days. I love the days where I'm connecting with people, whether it's online or in real and actually sitting down having coffee and I'm learning about their businesses um, and whether it's just a casual coffee or a coaching session. So I really, really like those busy days where there's lots happening and I'm talking to lots of people. But I also like the other days where I can just close the door and I can get in and get a whole bunch of work done and it's really productive and I'm crossing stuff off my to-do list as well so they're kind of two extremes one's sort of chatting and talking to people and the other's just closeting myself away and doing work <laughs> I'm not here exactly. um, yeah and it's 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 an interesting um balance when you do work for yourself of of having that people time and having that alone time um, I don't know where you're based, but I'm based rurally. So I don't like, I don't even have a local coffee shop really that I can go to. So <laughs> I don't do the I'm school regional, run. But we have coffee shops. <laughs> yeah, we have, we have like, but I don't do the school run. I don't go out in the morning. I'm like here by myself in my onesie. So <laughs> I just am here by myself. There's a horse out my window. So one of the things, um, and I'm going to speak to everybody in this series about this because I know it's a really big thing that affects entrepreneurs. But one of the things that every single entrepreneur I know um, deals with is imposter syndrome. So mm -hmm. what are your methods to overcome this and how do you respond to the bad days of being in business? Um, 
I think for me, I don't feel I don't feel like I'm an imposter anymore. I suppose 14 years of doing what I do, I I now have the confidence in myself, and I know that I can do what I'm doing or what I'm telling people I can do. And I've got lots of runs on the boards, lots of businesses that I've worked with, um, whether it be coaching or actually doing their marketing for them. So I don't feel like I'm an imposter, and I've moved past the you know fake it till you make it and all that sort of. Mm stuff Mm. um i really enjoy what i do and i feel passionate and i get lit up when i see people i'm working with have the successes so i think that keeps me going keeps me motivated on the bad days you know some days i just go you know what i just need to be on his man flu thing um i woke up on friday and i went you know what i'm actually going to not sit at my desk today i've got some work i need to do on my laptop Um, i'm going to turn my phone off and i sat on the couch on my laptop doing updates to my website, watching Netflix series in the background, just because I needed a down day. I needed to get mm. better. Um, and I think just giving a bit of self-care, you know, if you are having a tough time, um, go and reach out to people. I've got an awesome um, hot seat group, like a um, mastermind group, that if I am having one of those days where I'm doubting myself or I'm wondering where the next bit of money is going to come from or clients haven't paid their invoices or whatever, I can actually go to that group and have a bit of a moan and say, you know, what's it all worth? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then they come back going, you keep going. You had these wins last week. And, you know, just so I think having that support around you and the people that you can reach out to, to say, pat me on the back and build me up. Um, and they also do the opposite. So if I'm in there, you know, making excuses for not having achieved something, it's like, come on, get over this. Accountability. <laughs> Accountability. Accountability. Absolutely. You know, stop the crap and just get out there and do it. Make it happen. Yeah. So and, I think having that support really helps with that stuff. Yeah. So that, that sense of community yeah. is like, it's like the water cooler for, for entrepreneurs. And I find that I'm in Facebook groups. I have my own group. Um, yep. with my, my VIPs and then I have another group as well, obviously Smart Women in Business group, and then I can go in there and go, all right, who's doing what, what are we doing, what are we up to this week and get motivation from them and see them really going, wow, this is, you know, I've had this fantastic revelation or, you know, mm-hmm. and that sense of community, especially for me out here in rural Victoria, um, yep. The internet has revolutionised that. And where we used to be so isolated or I couldn't even do my business, you know, before the internet, Um, it didn't exist. (laughs) Um, That sense of community, while while social media is not always positive, there are some, there are many positives to it. So, yeah, absolutely. And self-care, like just on those days, just don't push yourself through doing something, actually, you know, go for a walk or Mm. ground yourself or just do something that's going to help change that that thinking in your head. Yeah, flip that switch. Yeah. So yeah. what's your why? What keeps you motivated? You've talked about your clients picking goals, so maybe mm-hmm. deeper than that? Yeah, so that we can um, achieve the things that we want to achieve and hit our goals that we want to as like my, both my partner and I have got, you know, our, our financial goals and things we want to achieve um, there. So I think that, that why is there. Um, and probably self-fulfillment. When I get down to it, it's because financial money doesn't particularly light me up. Obviously, I like having money and I like being able to pay things, but it's not my big motivator. For me, it's very much about self-fulfillment, knowing that I'm making a difference to the people that I speak to, 
um, and that I'm able to help them in times that they're stuck or just give them clarity and mm-hmm. a bit of focus moving forward. So I think for me, yeah, it's, it's very so it's very much self fulfillment um, at it, yeah, beyond all of the other things we've spoken about. Yeah, money's nice, but helping people is even better. <laughs> oh, absolutely, you know, it's and you know, money's great, but it doesn't make the world go around, really. No, and I, I was speaking to someone um, last week, and they said how they hit their big money goal, and then went, oh, well, that kind of wasn't as exciting as I thought. So you do need to have. Although money is a really easy measurable in business, yeah. um, measurable goal, having mm. something more than that, your purpose to keep you going is, is great. So to finish up, what is your number one tip or top three, whatever, for all the smart women in business across Australia and the world? I realised this was going global. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, my, my tips would be get a... Um, get a plan and have your goals in the plan and be always every day doing something that is working towards having that goal. Um, stay focused. And I also think be careful who you listen to. There's loads and loads and loads of experts and people out there who want to impart their business knowledge to you. Um, but it may not necessarily be for you either. Mm. You know, I was listening to someone get some advice on the weekend for a new business that they've started and it was from another marketer and he was very passionate about the business and he's telling them how they should do it and what they should do. But some of the ideas and things that he was throwing at this new business owner, she was squirming. Like she just didn't feel comfortable doing some of the, the things that he was suggesting or telling her that she needed to do. So I think really listen to who you think about who you're listening to in business and make sure that they're really clear about what you want to do in business or take mm. their advice and turn it around to doing something that you feel comfortable in business doing. Yeah. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for your time. Oh, and I will put Rachel's links. So you can find out more about Rachel in the show notes and mm. I'll see you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Jane. Thanks, Thanks Rachel. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Smart Women of Business podcast. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe. I'm your host, Jane Mackay. To find out more about me, go to www.jamackaycommunications.com.au.